is it. We are doing this. This is episode 357. Is that a gun or something? 357? That is. That's a, a Colt. Assault rifle. 357. No, no, assault a, rifle. I don't know. It's a, a pistol. I don't know guns, but that sounds I mean, like something I know from a rap song. I don't think you can make any. <laughs> Look, we're not arms dealers, obviously. No, God. <laughs> The one thing I know about guns is from movies and rap songs. But uh, anyway, this is No Laugh Track Podcast. We are here, episode 357. 357, as I said. Cold Python, that's what it is. Cold okay. Python is a 357 Magnum. I'm going to Google that as soon as we're done here. Yeah, it's, right. that's the thing. It was a, it was a gun in uh, Resident Evil. Really? The video game for, yep. Look at that. You, <laughs> in Resident Evil, the video game. For oh, PlayStation. Sure, 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 sure. For okay. PlayStation, yeah. Look at that. Knowledge yeah. from video games. I should have known that, too. Well, yeah. that is the voice of Nat, Nate Abshire, video game gun expert. I, I'm actually... That's probably the most accurate bio anyone has ever <laughs> used for me. <laughs> I am a video game soldier. <laughs> what are you... Uh, you know what? Along those lines, I'm going to... Uh, when they introduce you tonight at Acme last night, what what intro are you using? I'm just using Last Comic Standing Season Eight. Last Comic Standing Season Eight. Yeah. Okay. That's that's the intro I've been using since I got it and have not gotten another credit. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know when Season Eight. That could have been a year. You know, ago. if all, if all, if everything goes goes well this week, I'll you know be able to throw in a has an album on whatever yes you know but uh i feel like saying that now is a little like <laughs> it's a little cart before the horse you know yeah, like, a little bit a little bit like just like uh and also it feels weird to say in the announcements for the show that you're about to do is recording his album Mm-hmm. it just it's like i don't know it feels like wearing the shirt of the band you're about to see kind of Right, where like, say, I'd, I'd rather tell them after. Sure. Be like, yeah, when people are like, oh, that was great. And then you're like, yeah, I'm taping my album. And they're like, oh, dope. You know, but but before they're like, oh, well, this better be fucking good. <laughs> so. How has the week been going? You're not technically, you don't even have to say, but you have recording. You're recording this yep. week, but it's going to be in the saving it for the weekend. Uh, well, the the real recording, like the the shows that we're actually trying to get the album from, are going to be the Friday Saturday shows. Okay, um, not the late shows, not we're, we're not the scary late too. shows. We're recording those too. Uh oh. Yeah. I mean, I hear a lot of people avoid that. Uh, you know, you get you get a lot of good show. I mean, you know, it's sometimes they're terrible, and sometimes they're great. Yeah. You know, it's uh, especially here, like historically, my favorite show of the week at this club and like most good clubs is the Saturday late show is usually my favorite show. Really? Yeah. It's how many people say that the Saturday early show a lot of times can be like, I don't want to say like a little stuck up date night. Yeah, Maybe? it's like it tends to skew a little older and it tends to skew towards couples and that's great. And I'm so happy that they come out. Sure. But fucking loosen up. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but so so the those show like the Saturday early show to me tends to be the most conservative sort of button up crowd that you get for the week. Yeah. And the Saturday late show a lot of times is a little rowdier, which is like a little more my people. Okay. You know, like I I'm like more comfortable at a Red Roof Inn 
than a hotel with like a valet for sure like that's just much more my people like when you see people like drinking in the parking lot i'm like oh i'm home yeah yeah, yeah. this is great Uh, ditto i'm much more park my own car and not giving yeah have i ever used valet let's be honest here i I don't think so unless they some places that's like the only option (laughs) and i'm sitting there with like you know half of my like it feels so awkward to get your car valet parked half of my luggage is cub foods paper bags like i yeah <laughs> like i'm carrying this i look like a like someone that's about to stack all of his shit in a shopping cart and walk away <laughs> for sure and then i'm like keep it close bud here's oh. an extra five. <laughs> oh, i eat i eat lunch in my car three times a week that's there it. are so many crumbs i mean they're gonna be getting out they probably have black pants on they're wiping crumbs <laughs> off like sorry that was a subway that was a taco i'm sorry yeah. yeah, so it's probably not best. So yeah, the Saturday late shows is often much more my people. Um, Friday late is usually the roughest show, just because everyone's tired. That's mostly it. Oh, I can relate to that one. Like, just people are like, "Oh yeah, ten thirty on Friday," and you know they've been working it, getting up at six a.m. every day that week, yeah. including that day. Yeah, uh-huh. and then they get to the show at ten thirty, and they're just t- there it's not that they fall asleep but they're just too tired to lot yeah that's to, like, no get, fun really have a good time you know that's no fun I, I i've been meaning to ask somebody about this uh and i'm gonna ask sean, sean Patton when he's here later this year i think it's announced he's coming like yeah definitely soon. ask the better comedian have on the show <laughs> no this is about something shut up <laughs> <laughs> so i want you know I, I wanted to ask you but i'm also gonna ask the uh the talented people yeah you know what i'm gonna town i'm gonna compare his answer to your no it was actually based on his tweet <laughs> son of a bitch uh he puts it out a couple weeks ago and it was something about uh, and you bringing up the uh, the late crowd versus an early crowd he said something about in uh, Acme doesn't do this, but some clubs will have a two drink minimum, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, and very he, common. Yeah, and his tweet was something like, "Hey, instead of a two drink minimum, hey clubs, how about a three drink maximum, so we don't get out of control?" Yeah, how, what do you think about that? Um, I mean, in theory, it, right? It would be amazing. Yeah, it would be amazing. It would require a massive cultural shift in terms of like trying to explain to someone in a comedy club setting that they can't have another drink without ruining the shows to me sounds impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You'd have a lot instead of people getting rowdy and drunk, you just have a lot of people going the fuck you mean <laughs> in the middle of your set. <laughs> Not talking to you. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so, so it's a it's a great idea, and I wish I wish that we could. I it seems tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I'm not suggesting it here. I want uh, you know business to be as successful as possible here. Everyone to have a great night. Right. I mean the the real combo to me is the people that are just piling the booze into their tummies, and also don't understand rhetorical questions and how that works. Great point. That's the combination that really kills it. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's been a long time since I've had a heckler that was actually, like, trying to burn me or thought they were funnier than me. Sure, sure. It's often just people that are just obliterated, and you'll, you'll say something that they think is addressed specifically to them and they answer no he isn't (laughs) right and then and then you're like what 
and then they're like, what? And then it's like, okay, what the fuck do we do now? Like, <laughs> you're confused that I'm talking to you now. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's just, you know, so I hate that combination specifically. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. It, there's a lot, of, a lot of free ways out of that. Sure. Well, I'm just thinking, this just came to me. What if the tables were turned on someone in the audience doing, like, answering the rhetorical question and a spotlight came out and was like, all right, it's on you. Well, We're like, not well, turning this shit off until you answer. A lot of times, the the hecklers that you get are people that will that are direct. Like a lot of times, you know, it'll be someone that takes an issue with a bit, and then they'll say something, but it's not loud enough for anyone that's more than a couple seats away from them and you to hear. Yeah. And then when you if you ask them about it, they just shut down. Yeah. No, never mind. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Where it's and the, like and I just I hate that the most because it's like no like you you start I didn't start this yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't just pick you out of a hat and like I'm gonna fuck with you no you were talking shit so let's go I'm not I just and and that part is and then the worst is when you keep pressing them they're like just go on with your jokes and it's like okay hold on <laughs> yeah <laughs> first of all you don't fucking tell me what to do uh huh. <laughs> Um, but I try real hard not to get angry because there, I, I just, it ruins my act. Yeah. It just does not, all of a sudden I become like this, like I'm the substitute teacher where no one wants to watch, uh, Sandlot <laughs> and, and everyone's like, look, you clearly didn't try hard enough to be this mad. You know, my kids just, I got my, uh, my 11-year-old has a cl- critical thinking class. Just mm-hmm. a little side note here about substitute teachers. I don't even know what critical thinking is for a class. Like, I don't even know really what that is. I mean, you'd probably need to think about it a lot. <laughs> to figure it out. Hey, she said, right. still got it. <laughs> she said the other day they had a substitute, and the teacher literally, and the substitute came in and Googled... Uh, Questions for critical thinking class, and that's what he presented to the class. <laughs> so talk about no research that whatsoever. Is, that is so baller. Right? <laughs> so there you go. Just uh, for anybody out there, if whatever career you're in right now doesn't work out, substitute teaching, the bar is very or low, apparently. at your career, if it's not working out, just Google just your Google career <laughs> and start doing what it says. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How? Uh, so you've been working uh, this material. You've been doing it the last two nights here at mm-hmm. Acme, and we talked a little bit before we started the podcast, switching the order of things around. Yeah, just trying to move it around to get it the best flow. And you know, the first night, uh, first night went went fine. Second night was a little bit better. Where. I moved a couple jokes around, and I don't think that so much matters, but the the main thing I did between the first night and the second night was I cut a lot of the fat out of a lot of the jokes and probably shaved, like, five minutes off of my act. Wow. Um, Just, and and it's pretty easy to do for me because I tagged the shit out of all of my jokes. So, just cutting a couple tags on every joke, I end up with, like, five extra minutes. Okay. So, So, now I'm putting some more jokes up front, and... And then we'll end up probably right around, like, I think last night I did about 47 minutes. Um, Are you listening back on your own the mm-hmm. last couple nights? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been listening to it. And uh, really, like, 
you know, at this point, I just want, like, if I can just, I just want to do it right one time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much to ask? You know. Just um, once in my lifetime. But I think also, you know, I'm trying to approach it much more like a, like a first date. Hmm. Where. Fake the, name? Yes. Fake name, um, you know, uh, different, <laughs> fake ID, that could, no, like, the worst thing you can do as a dude on a first date when something doesn't go right is freak out. So, like, it's better if things don't go according to plan, but you're still cool. Mm-hmm. Than it is to try and make everything go according to plan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm still doing my material, but I'm also, you know, it's it's tough to get through 45 minutes of speaking, and I don't drink before I go up, like at all. Okay. Um, ever. And I mean, ever. But I mean, hardly, you know, it's super rare. But <laughs> I'm definitely not this week. How about that? Way closer to never than eh, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, used to be every time, and now it is never... Uh, never <laughs> um, But it's it's tough to get through 45 minutes of speaking Without flubbing a couple words sure. And you can't You don't want to be like motherfucker Like every time you do it You know So you just kind of kind of roll on And hopefully they can fix it in post <laughs> right, 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 right How Just for uh, To put everything together Like how long ago Did you start comedy how much time is between starting comedy and, fu- and recording now? For me, I waited probably too long. Um, I started in April of 09, so it's been like 10 and a half years. Yeah, there are people that record them a little faster than Way that. faster, yeah. <laughs> um, Robert Burrell just <laughs> at least a second. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I think for me, if I had recorded two years ago, that would have been just about right. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to record any earlier than that. I just didn't... I don't think I was ready. Okay. And, I, and now I'm like, after the first night, I'm like, I could have waited another 10 years. Stop. <laughs> I mean, it's, but it's also, you know, you listen to a lot of... I've been listening to a lot of comedy albums, and I don't, I don't think that the quality that's out there is above the content that I'm trying to put out. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I'm I'm right in there, and and it it's gonna it's gonna be great. Um, but I do have that thing where, you know, after the first the first night isn't the best set I've ever had. So in my head, I'm like, well, why the fuck am I even doing yeah. this? <laughs> you Maybe know? I'm not. Uh, shit. But you know, that's just the that voice is always there. That voice is right. there when you go to the store to buy shit i mean picking the lane to check right. out in. Yeah, yeah yeah i mean idiot yes oh yeah right. i can relate to that quite quite a bit uh did you talk to anybody any of your comedy friends that have recorded for any like tips yeah i mean Cy Amundsen is a good friend of mine uh i've heard of him yeah and uh we've we've talked a lot about it i talked to him a lot and uh okay a few of my other friends and uh sklar brothers have been really nice to me and answer all my stupid questions oh they've got quite a bit of experience yeah yeah they're they're amazing um but mostly like for the last year i've just been waiting for a good opportunity to record yeah was there any ever doubt that it was going to be at acme there was um but 
there was never any doubt that I wanted it to be at Acme. Right on. You know, I uh, like I really got started in this room. It wasn't my first ever set. Wasn't here, but this I love this room, and I've been here. I've made like so many. Fr- I mean, it's just like this is my it's my home club, but it's more than that to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I've always been able to come back here and it's been amazing and and also you know when i first started acme felt like it was almost like the way that your parents are superheroes when you're a kid (laughs) do you know what i mean like Uh and then you know i'm 35 now and i'm like my dad's just a fucking dude turns out and uh (laughs) he's great he's great i love you know um but but he is a person and uh and and as i've you know been doing comedy i kind of come to realize that like none of these comedy clubs last forever and not that acme's going anywhere or anything like that but also like i want to i wanted to record in this room because this room is so special to me yeah and it's it's such a special place and the just the amazing things that have happened here and the you know, every it's just. I always wanted it to be here. Um, I don't think I'll do my second album here just because the staff have been such a pain in the ass. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. Are you listening still in the back there, Brandon? All right. Um, <laughs> did he cut my mic? <laughs> and that's this week's up. Thanks for listening. No, um, I think I think at some point, you know. Uh, if you're going to record a second album, there should be more than one club in the country that'll headline you. That's a good point. Yeah, that'll be the test, right? <laughs> right. That's, you know, ideally, um, that would that would be a thing that would be possible. But, Years from now, I'm like, was there any doubt you were going to do this one at Acme? Well, I tried. <laughs> Dozens. <laughs> I sent emails, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, no, I, I always wanted it to be here. You know, especially with, like, the whole, like... The con- all the condo Minneapolis is just turning into one fucking condo. There's just so many goddamn condos. Yeah, it's, it's it's hard for me to believe every time I come back to Minneapolis that anything is still where it, that anything's still here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just everything. Like, and I'm not exaggerating. Three of the last four apartments that I lived in in Minneapolis have been torn down and turned into condos. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm not surprised. Like, all the great restaurants, like, I mean, everything. So so I wanted it to be here. I wanted the first one to be here, and uh, I'll probably do all of them here, the way things are going, honestly. <laughs> if they even have me back, who fucking knows, man? <laughs> Time Someone will might listen to the dig I just made at the staff, which are actually amazing, and I was joking. Just to be clear, Brandon... <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, you, have you said who's rec- who's recording this? You- I'm recording with 800 Pound Gorilla. Oh, okay. Right on. Uh, which I'm stoked about. I'm really excited. And, uh, you know, it's a bummer because I have friends that run labels and stuff like that. And you can't uh, record with everybody. Sure. But I'm really excited to be with 800 Pound. They're, they're great. Yeah. Everything I've heard about them is great. Are you doing video to put out along um, with it? I don't actually, so I... Because um, I'll tell you, I mean, you know this, I'm sure you know this, like, I just, Mark Norman was here last week and talked about how well he's doing with the Instagram videos of, like, of his stand-up, where mm-hmm. people put the, you know, uh, transcribe mm-hmm. the content. He told me he pays somebody to do that, and mm-hmm. uh, it's worth it. Really? Yeah. 
Well, Mark Norman has a lot more liquid capital than I do to throw around. Well, I mean, I believe him, but you know, um, the point still. I there, I believe that there is going to be some video recorded. I don't know how that will be used. Okay. I guess, mm-hmm. but I I know that there's going to be a camera here. Okay, uh, Friday Saturday, but I'm not sure. Why? <laughs> <laughs> now, this another good thing about this uh, is you'll. I don't. Do you have anything on like the Sirius XM and any like any clips uh, or anything yet? No, I don't have anything. Pandora, etc. I have like I. Have, I think I have one joke on a compilation album from like man, 2010, maybe. Wow. Like when I was brand new for uh, Stand Up Records Nerd Alert, I was on that compilation album. But I know one of the jokes got cut because I fucked it up. It was a joke about time travel, and I transposed who ages. Like it was, I don't even really remember this joke, but it was, it was something to the effect of like if you have a girlfriend and you're both the same age, and one of you gets on a faster than life transport ship, the other one would keep aging. So then you end up in this weird scenario where, like, one of you is 35 and the other is still 18. Is that okay? <laughs> it was something, it was so dumb. Like, um, I'm not even, recording that one tonight. I don't even remember the punchline. But, but, but what I did in that is I transposed who got older and <laughs> they were like, we can't, this, this is just incorrect. <laughs> 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 we spo- hear people laughing, but they didn't get be, it. You're supposed to be a fucking nerd. Get it right. <laughs> um, but the the other one, I'm pretty sure is on. I think that there's one out there. So, but I'd really, I a long time ago, I scrubbed a lot of my earlier stuff from the internet just because I didn't like it and I didn't want it out there. Oh, I thought you were going to say from your act. You just said from the internet. Well, I also stopped doing those jokes. Sure. <laughs> but uh, just like, I just had a bunch of stuff out and it was, none of it was jokes that I'm, and none of it was like offensive. It was just like jokes that I wasn't a super fan of. And and I really wanted to control that sort of aspect of, because uh, one thing, actually one thing that happened really early on is I wrote a really simple joke and it ended up as a sketch on Funny or Die. And I don't... It's The joke was so dumb and simple that I don't... I don't think anyone stole it. But I also, at the same time, was like, I don't really need to make it easier for someone in a writer's room that's struggling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just... I don't think anyone... I, I, I've never had anyone steal one of my jokes. Okay. But... I also was just like, I, I'm not getting anything out of having this stuff out there. So why is it? Sure. You know, and I think I, and I've always been much more focused on the development aspect where like, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to do, you know, push myself to be better at stand up. Uh, not as a person, that's a lost cause. (laughs) So what is the plan? So you're recording this week at Acme. Eventually, you know, uh, that'll be released. People can hear it. What do you... Hopefully. Right. Well, what's next for you then? You're going to stop doing this material? Yep. Yeah. All this, all this stuff is dead to me. Um, once it's, once it's recorded. You're dead to me. 
and then uh, move on. You know, I I was actually talking to a friend of mine who uh, she has not recorded, and she should because she's been doing it a long time, and she's very funny. A uh, very funny comic named Emily Galati. And oh, we're, yeah. We're talking about, like, I still like my old jokes, but a lot of my old material, the stuff that I wrote a while ago, it has progressed and become better than it was when I wrote it. But it's like when you first pick up guitar and you you do an original composition on the three chords you know. <laughs> it can still be a really dope song. Like like some of the early like Beatles songs are very simple. Sure. Right? Um but then eventually you learn more chords and you want to write songs that use all those chords. But if you're still playing all of your old songs, you don't have any time to do the new songs. Yeah. And that's kind of the way I feel is I feel like a lot of these jokes are um, simpler than the stuff that I want to be doing. Interesting. So I'm really excited because I've still been writing. It just doesn't. It's hard to find the time to push myself to stretch when I have 45 of stuff that's pretty good and usually works and yeah so i'm really excited to burn all that and uh and start trying to write new stuff yeah i want to do a lot more storytelling i don't do i don't really do any storytelling early on in in this album there really isn't any um it's mostly like mostly like setup punchline stuff which is fun and and it's good i think it's good it's i'm you know a smart guy uh, sometimes clever, whatever, and uh, natural possessed with a natural cunning, not necessarily smart. There's a difference. I there. like that. Yeah. Um. So. So I'm excited to to start telling more stories and and kind of using more of the the chords that I've learned. Nice. So now I want to ask you about another thing we talked about briefly before we started, and that is about like. I mean, what is next as far as, oh, like, sure. living here? Um, you're living here now. Yeah. You're not from here originally. Right. You're living, you've been living in Minneapolis. Yeah, like 20 years. 20 years. Been doing comedy for 10 of it. Um, I don't know. I I feel like, like, in this, in a, in a weird way, like, this week for me is a real, um, at least emotional sort of capstone to my time in Minneapolis. Where, like, I'm recording an album with uh, Corey Adam is emceeing and Trevor Anderson is featuring. Corey Adam and I started the same year. We've been good friends the whole time. And, uh, and it's really cool that he fi- that he's finally been hired uh, as an MC, And that's super cool. And it's what and then Trevor. That's yeah, so yeah. Cool. And then Trevor and I got hired at Acme at the same time. And, like our first shows were we were together and so it's it's really cool like it's we're all like i i'm i'm connected to those guys in all these weird ways and you know i started in this room and i'm recording my first album here and um, my goal was always to record my first album around 10 years in was when i thought i think i could have done it a little sooner but so it's like it's it's this weird, like, it feels almost like a high school graduation kind of thing where, like, like I think I'll probably take a gap year, you know, um, and then... For real? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to do some traveling. Um, 
I don't really have any money, but you know, um, I bought a van. Uh huh. <laughs> I bought a cargo van, and I like, uh, the, where, I like where this is going. Cargo and, van travel. And I've uh, I started building it out into a conversion camper van. That is uh, a lot more difficult than I thought it would be. And I think everyone else who was like, that sounds like a lot of work. And I was like, that's ah, not a big deal. They were right. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of work. But I'm basically planning on building it out. And then I, I want to travel. I want to go, you know, to the bigger markets. I want to go to Denver, New York and L.A. And uh, Austin seems sweet, you know drive around and get in adventures and do some comedy see where i want to live wow and then and then probably just end up back in minneapolis <laughs> like every time i every time i every time i think i'm out they pull me back in have you ever done the stay in the summer like the summer in new york or fall winter in california or anything like that have you done that no i often take the last couple of years i've been taking summers off from stand up where I'll just get a job and not worry about trying to do gigs just because up north comedy is a lot it's a lot more difficult to earn a living doing stand-up than it is in the winter sure so sure sure okay I, I have to ask what if you what this van that you're converting what do you picture in its final like what does it look like when you're done uh really all I want is like a really good battery system like deep cycle marine batteries for yeah. running charging electronics um i want a ventilation fan and like a bed and then you know you're gonna need some buckets <laughs> for stuff and uh i don't really want to like the no thing, no wrong bucket <laughs> the thing about the thing about vans that you never really think about is that, like an RV, they're higher up, so there's space under the floor for all the stuff you never want to see. Sure, okay. yeah. Your yeah. gray water and your black water are the yeah. terms for that. Yeah. Oh, black water. Yeah. That, <laughs> no, 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 no. No? Not that? It's not. It's not, not the song? No, no. It's very different. And uh, But in a van, like, you'd have to have a... You'd have to have it like in there with you, and so I don't. I'm not going to have a water system at all. Okay. Um, I got a gym membership, and so uh, you know, Planet Fitness. They're is, national, right? Yep, they're national. <laughs> right they're everywhere. And uh, in parking lots. I might even start working out. Who knows? This could be, you know, a oh, real. Are you just talking about the shower? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I figure, I, I figured it was a good thing for me, you know, like get a, get your shower pass at a place that also has workout equipment and maybe it'll stick, sure. you know, who knows? <laughs> Screw those places truckers go, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to. No, no, no. No, no, no. You no, can no. do like, I don't know. I, don't they like charge by the, I don't know, five bucks for a shower or by the quarter? I don't know. I haven't seen one I don't, of those in years. I've never used. I've seen them, them. The truck oh, stop yeah, ones. I, there's definitely. I'm at a lot of truck stops. Yeah. Um, not even when I'm driving. Anyway, never mind. No. Um, I don't know how they work. I have heard them over the intercom, like, oh, like shower whatever. customer 17, your shower is ready or whatever. <laughs> I know they have locks. Could you imagine? I, at least I hope they do. 17's up. Did he say 16? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. 
Um, That'd go over well with the trucker, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it's so. Yeah. Yesterday, I uh, I was writing in my no, it wasn't yesterday. It doesn't matter. I was putting in the uh, in the calendar. I was putting podcasts with Nate Abshire. Do you know? <laughs> you probably you would know this. Do you know what Abshire uh, autocorrected to? No. And maybe, and I was just trying to do like the one-handed thing, so uh-huh. it wasn't right. But it autocorrected to first a white, <laughs> so Ooh. it was Nate a white. <laughs> Yikes! And then Angie. Hmm. Angie. See, I think it's because it's my name. My phone has always been like, we know what this is. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, For me, it was Nate a white. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Are we confirmed with Nate a white? Feels dim- <laughs> feels dismissive of my personhood. But is not inaccurate. Right. <laughs> There's a football player right now uh, named Christian Kirk. Mm-hmm. And every time I hear it, I feel like it's a description. Like, hey, don't pass the ball to Christian Kirk. He's going to freaking <laughs> drop it. Or, you know, like, careful what you say around Christian Kirk. I get, oh man, that took me way too long to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jew Kirk, on the other hand. Right. No, no. Don't. Stop. <laughs> don't do it. And then there's... All right. You get it. Yeah, yeah. You... Good old it. Christian Kirk. Yeah. Christian Kirk. He, very trustworthy. Christian Kirk. Um, let's talk a little bit about what today is. Today is Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Sure is. Do you think people will show up in costumes tonight at the show? Uh, I think there will be some. I think... Usually Halloween's a pretty slow night for stand-up. I feel like I went to a show last year in Halloween. I think I did. Um, I, I did. I did Milwaukee on Halloween once. Um, I think. I don't know. It's usually pretty slow because most people are doing like bar crawls and stuff like that yeah. or house parties big big house party night yeah i mean it's thursday so that kind of screws yeah up i think people. most people most of the house parties were last week yeah did you see that uh like on the east coast for example they're canceling they were, they've called off halloween no because of that. snow and rain in some cities like in pennsylvania and connecticut new jersey they've already called like not even already like as of yesterday they, they were like, don't enough. go trick-or-treating, yeah. basically. Yeah, which I thought, is that, how does that work? Like, what, what about the people that don't hear about it? I don't know, like, I lived in the South Trick-or-treat. For- <laughs> no, 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 it's come back Saturday in, in November. That's so weird. I, like, we never had weather on Halloween because I grew up in the South. Like, all my trick-or-treating age Halloweens, it was... You were in Louisiana? Yeah, right? Louisiana and Texas, so it was always like, uh, how's the weather? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> no concern whatsoever. It's great. <laughs> yeah, so they're already canceling it for some people, which... I think they should cancel Halloween for a lot of people. You think so? Yeah. Um, I mean, specifically, you know... Who are the, you picturing? Uh, mostly white people, I think, should start just taking a break okay. on Halloween. Um. I think I think the thing where people go wrong is like go as a monster. Mm-hmm. When you dress up for Halloween as another person, you can get into a lot of trouble. For sure. So Frankenstein, no one's writing articles. Classic. No, you're right. You're gonna you're gonna have your job tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you remember what age you stopped going trick or treating? Hmm. Probably like. 
12 or 13-ish. Yeah. I don't know if that's late. I breastfed pretty late. But uh, but Halloween, I don't know. When did you, how, how late did you I think breastfeed? around breastfeed? <laughs> I never did. I was trying to sneak. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I was trying, trying to get, get you to, to say like 12 or 13 <laughs> and then. I don't think he caught that. I just actually found out recently I was never breastfed. And my wife thinks that that is, leads to so many things that. Uh, yeah, that's probably why you are. How you are? She thinks it it has a lot to do with like me not liking to be touched and hugged mm-hmm. and all that crap. She's convinced of it. Has a lot to do with all the dead animals in the neighborhood. <laughs> you don't know about that. <laughs> I don't even live in that neighborhood. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, smart, smart. <laughs> I see. I see what you did. Uh, yeah. So I, I think about that about twelve or thirteen because then in the neighborhood, then it turned into going to like the little like get together at the park or whatever where mm. there was hot dogs and pop and stuff and then i could uh you know then maybe somebody bought a can of shaving cream and you'd screw with somebody's car or yeah yeah like sure sure yeah. sure friendly pranks friendly pranks yeah you yeah know, i smashed the pumpkin later you know in the oh morning. yeah 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 i think i think also for me though i just started like Right around 12 and 13 was when video games started getting real good. And then I was like, you know, I'll just stay in. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to dress up as a werewolf. I could just be a werewolf in this video game. <laughs> Castlevania, man. Do you remember Altered Beast? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course I do. I, they actually have a version for your phone now. I downloaded it. No it's kidding. It's not as fun as I remember. Not many phone versions of games are. There's a Mario Kart on your phone now. There's Qbert oh. on your phone now. Wow. I downloaded both. Neither are yeah. close to as fun as the, a shame. the original version. Also, you know, the CRT TVs, uh, that was a real... The thing I never realized is there was no there's no display lag on those TVs. Right. They're instant. All of our, all of our monitors now are technically inferior to tube TVs in terms of response time. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that crazy? It's so weird to me. <laughs> I have a coupon for Goodwill. Uh, it expires today. <laughs> if you want to use it, you will find one. I feel like things. Goodwill is going to be pretty picked over on Halloween. Probably not the day you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good I actually, uh, one of my favorite Halloweens, I was working as a porter at a machine shop which is basically just like a mechanics assistant and um they sent me to this dealership to get parts and it was halloween and i am wearing just normal clothes and what happened was is one of the girls behind the parts counter was like i guess just gazing out the window because she wasn't doing anything and thought that i hit one of the cars in the lot Okay. Which I didn't. I got close to it. And so without telling me, she called the cops and Enterprise who the car belonged to. Okay. And so then they just like stalled me at the parts counter and didn't tell me. We're going to need a signature. Like, Hold on. It's printing. All she asked me was, did you hit that car? And I was like, no. And then I was like, can I get the thing I'm here for and then they just like stalled me for a while until I looked outside and I saw the cops talking like standing around the van that I was driving it was a company vehicle and I go out there and then the enterprise people had showed up but so the cops are in uniform they are not dressed up 
I mean, they're dressed up as cops because they were proper uniform, not on Halloween. It was it had nothing to do with Halloween. They Work wore issued. that every day. <laughs> the Enterprise people. There was a Bride of Frankenstein. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible uh-huh. <laughs> and like a kitty cat <laughs> one of the parts girls was a kitty cat and they were all standing out there <laughs> I just walked out and could not stop laughing <laughs> because it was just such a weird day to be like dressed up where something like sort of serious happened yeah. and like I'm supposed to have a straight face telling this fucking kitty cat I didn't hit a car <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, uh, you walk out and they're like, uh, kitty cat, we need to know exactly what you saw. <laughs> so it was, it was very, it, that was one of my favorite. Just the image of just walking out and it was like, cop, cop, Mr. Incredible, Bride of Frankenstein, Miss Incredible, and a cat. And they're all looking at you. Uh, you were out of place, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. Let's see. I'm going to uh, see if there's anything else I wanted to talk to you about here. Uh, I have good news for you. Next year, uh, Halloween is on a Saturday. So if you want to dress up and look like Cy Amundsen. Oh, no. I have good news for you. Oh, no, I spilled this coffee. God, I was coming in here to be mean, and I just actually ended (laughs) up being mean. Look at you guys. Hi, Cy. Hello. How are you? You guys, look at you. got a haircut, Nate. Did you comment on his haircut early in the show? No. You're such a piece of shit, Justin. <laughs> Look at it. It's short on. Go fuck yourself. My hair is fine. My hair is just fine. <laughs> Guys, Nate is recording an album this week, and I'm here to watch it. Not today. Is that a jewel? What a chode. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> you know what, Cy? I'm glad that you're here. Don't walk Don't walk fast. This is for uh, This is for the crossover listeners of Middle of Somewhere and No Laugh Track. Oh, we have no listeners. Okay, well, you know. Join the group. Uh... I thought of you. I would be terrified if I ever did a podcast that people listened to. Right? That would be so (laughs) scary. Nate's scared of money. (laughs) Sai, you can go ahead and shame me right now. I'm going to admit something to you. The other night we were out at a restaurant, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if you know, but I have a new baby at home. Yeah. Human Human baby? Human baby needed a new diaper. And there was no changing table. Now he's walking away. <laughs> what was I supposed to do, Is, si? it, is it legally yours? It's legally mine. Okay. This has somehow become a thing that people Instagram message me <laughs> angrily about three times a day, and I need everybody to fuck off. Okay. I think, I think you were in a situation where you had to change a diaper and there wasn't another option. The dickhead at Whole Foods was just being fucking lazy. And if this Teresa bitch that keeps messaging me doesn't fuck and cool it. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to I'm going to be angry. <laughs> Sorry. I I ruined the show. I love Nate. Come see Nate's album. Great job, Sai. Thank you. Teamwork. Do we should I credit him on when we post this episode? No. Do I need to mention that? No. Definitely not. No. Definitely not. We'll, let's cut this part out even. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. So, is there anything else we should be mentioning? You're doing the shows. This is Halloween Thursday. People listen. They can still get tickets tonight. Friday, two shows. Yep. Saturday, two shows. Friday, Saturday, two shows. Uh, those are going to be super sweet. Come to those shows. I'm. Oh, what's that? Saturday is almost sold out. Saturday is almost sold out. Am I getting bonused for that? Uh, I'm not the contract guy. Sorry. All right. Well. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to talk to my manager because that should have been in the fucking contract. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wait, he retired three years ago. Well, you know what? You can't have everything. Um, it's going to be really fun, and I'm super excited. I've got uh, tonight, the guest set is Tim Harmston. Nice. Friday, the guest set is Chell Bjorgen. Okay. And Saturday, Cy might be doing a set uh, if he's... He, you know, you know how he is. He's got three days to screw it up. Yeah, yeah. He's probably probably going to show up. I mean, if he doesn't, then it'll just be the people that are supposed to be on the show, which is fine. Damn right. Um, so I'm really excited. You know, this week I kind of asked all the a lot of the comics that I really admired when I first started to come and do sets, and we had Chris Maddock on Tuesday and well, last that's night. That's not somebody who well, performs here often. Yeah, I love Chris. He's one of the funniest people in town, and. uh and then I asked all the guys that I really admired when I first started, and also Brian Miller, to do sets. <laughs> Brian Miller did a set last night and uh, was better than I expected, but I wasn't expecting a lot. Um, the the good thing was is we were able to calibrate the crowd mics while he was on stage because he doesn't really get a lot of laughs. <laughs> so we were really able to zero him out. Um, <laughs> uh, no, he did really well. He's got a got a new bit. His murder mystery bit's great. I really like that one, and he's got a new one. About how, anyway, I don't want to ruin it. Go see Brian Miller do something after this weekend. But these shows are going to be so fun. I've honestly like, I'm excited to be done with this material. But it is good, and and uh, I wouldn't be recording it if I thought it was not. You know, so everyone should come to come to just come on, man. What are you making me do? Come to a fucking show. Here's here's the best uh, one of the best things I can say about uh, Nate's comedy. I've been a fan for a long time. I've seen him here many times. Never have been disappointed. Another fan is my wife, who isn't always the easiest one to uh, you know to please. So she's a big Nate Abshire. I feel fan. like you have more strikes against you than I do when it comes to making. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Though, like like when you're in a relationship with someone, they're gonna seem a lot harder to please mm-hmm. because there's a lot of. You know, you yeah. get it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats on that. Finally yeah. getting to the recording. Thanks, Nate. man. I'm excited. You know, it's weird because it feels like I've been working on this thing forever, even though we're only two shows into the week. But uh, tonight's going to be super fun. Got some friends coming down. Yeah. Thanks, man. Awesome. I'm so excited. Congrats. Thanks. Boom. We did it.